episode 244 of the Pilot the Pilot podcast takes off now. The Pilot the Pilot podcast is brought to you by the Finer Points. They have an amazing ground school app for the knowledge you need to fly. To learn more, visit learnthefinerpoints.com. Fly with Garmin Avionics, then grab your mobile device and make the Garmin Pilot app your cockpit companion. Get advanced functions you'll use before, during, and after every flight, including updating your aircraft's databases and logging engine data, plan, file, fly, log, with Garmin Pilot. The TSO certified Bose ProFlight Series 2 aviation headset pairs Bose noise cancellation with optimum comfort. It's engineered to be the lightest, most compact aviation headset for an uncompromised flying experience. Start your 60-day test flight and finance with Bose Pay at Bose.com slash ProFlight. As pilots, we know that flying is among life's greatest experiences. Learning to fly can be a challenge, but now there's an innovation in pilot training that increases efficiency, streamlines the training process, and improves student retention. The AOPA Flight Training Advantage uses an iPad app and web portals to create an adaptive, dynamic training experience that's unique to each student. Designed to address the most common reasons students drop out of flight training, the AOPA Flight Training Advantage system is used by flight schools, CFIs, and students to make training more effective, efficient, and fun. Learn how you can get the AOPA Flight Training Advantage at aopa.com slash AFTA. That's A-F-T-A. Aviation, what is going on? And welcome back to the Pilot the Pilot podcast. My name is Justin Seams, and I am your host. Last week, we announced the release of a new podcast under the Pilot the Pilot brand called The State of the Industry with Jim Higgins, and it was a smashing success. Look out for more episodes than those on his own channel, and make sure you subscribe to that podcast. I will make sure to let you know when it is up and live in Spotify and iTunes, so make sure you follow Pilot the Pilot. But this week is another announcement of a podcast under the Pilot the Pilot brand. Stuart Corey, our DP. I did my ATP check ride with him and did a podcast with him a couple years ago now. Uh, time flies. But he is coming out with the Pilot Checkride podcast. He has had a few episodes before, but we are officially launching it under the Pilot the Pilot brand. And today's episode is a great one. He is doing five tips for your checkride. Could be a private instrument, commercial, whatever it is. Five tips for your checkride. And it's a must listen. Share this with all your friends. And like I said, his podcast is already up right now. So make sure you go subscribe to that podcast. ASAP because it is going to be a lot of fun and a lot of great information from Stuart. I'm really excited to have him on this podcast and uh, to be hosting this podcast. It's really crazy how life works out when (laughs) your examiner eventually does a podcast for you on the brand. So, you know, crazy. But here we are. Aviation, I hope you enjoy this podcast. And here is five tips for your checkride. Welcome to the Pilot Checkride Podcast. I'm your host and designated pilot examiner, Stuart Corey. Episode 4 starts now. Welcome aboard. This is your captain speaking. Well, we're uh, just about buttoned up, pushing back for an on-time departure. As a reminder, the seatbelt sign is on. Welcome aboard. Thanks so much for joining us. Really excited for another episode and discussing our topic today. Top 5 best tips to help you with your checkride. Didn't say pass your checkride, but help you with your checkride. I think those will all contribute to passing your checkride and we're going to cover those in detail. We're also, of course, going to take a question from the audience out there. We'll certainly cover any of those questions that you bring to us as well. Stuart at pilotcheckride.com. You can send those in, S-T-U-A-R-T at pilotcheckride.com. Please keep those coming. And of course, suggestions or comments, anything that you have that you'd like me to cover here 
on the Pilot Checkride podcast. We're happy to take your suggestions. Another exciting change, Pilot to Pilot podcast. I know many of you out there are familiar with the Pilot to Pilot podcast. Justin is a friend of mine, and we've known each other for quite some time now. He has just been crushing it out there on the podcast scene, as you all know, and really excited and and honored to be a part of the Pilot to Pilot platform. So thank you, Justin. We are looking forward to contributing just one more element to aviation podcasts and give you guys some more specific information on check rides. But we're also going to cover some just general stuff as well. Even if you don't have a check ride in your future, as I've said in the past, this is all going to be great information just to elevate your level of safety, to be able to provide great information that you can utilize on your next flight. Well, let's jump right into these top five best tips to help you with your check ride. And these aren't specific to any one check ride, your private pilot check ride or your commercial check ride. I've taken these top five, in my opinion, over the last 20 plus years of giving check rides as items that you can do, things that you can affect yourself to succeed on your next check ride. And again, these also apply to everyday flight. So here we go with number one. And that is rest. Get some rest. I've had multiple applicants for check rides come to me that A, been staying up all night studying. I went out and rented the airplane at 5.30 in the morning so I could get one more flight in before you showed up at 9 a.m. And they've been out flying for an hour and a half. And we sit down to do the paperwork and start the check ride at 8.30 or 9. And they're already exhausted. They've already pretty much worn themselves out. Now, the whole sleeping thing, that's going to be part of dealing with the stress, the anxiety of check rides. That's going to be there. I would expect it to be there. But bottom line is do your best to get some rest before your check ride. And don't go out and get one more flight in. Uh, if, if you need one more flight, we're probably not even ready for the check ride, right? So let's just get it done. Maybe review a few things, absolutely. But for the most part, you're either ready or you're not. It's, it's time. It's time for your check ride and just get some rest. The second tip for you all out there on best ways, best tips that I can give you to help succeed in your check ride. Again, fairly obvious, but make sure your paperwork and the administrative side of all of that that goes along with your check ride is complete and thoroughly checked over. This involves getting involved with your flight instructor and all those items that come along with it. So go through the materials that your examiner has given you prior to your appointment. Take a look at the checklist. That's either what the examiner has given you or what you can find in the ACS or PTS. And then go through that with your CFI to make sure that everything's there. Specifically, I'm talking about IACRA, making sure the online application for your exam is completed and it is signed by your instructor. The times in the logbook are properly accounted for 
and all the elements necessary for that certificate or rating have been met. Just one more time. You guys have already gone through this leading up to the check ride to make sure everything's completed, all the requirements are met, but go through it one last time. Make sure the endorsements are in the logbook. Make sure that you've got all the items that you need. I've had on a handful of occasions show up, uh, kind of get your photo ID, driver's license, passport, military ID, whatever you'd like to use today. Uh, I didn't know I needed that. You didn't know you needed a photo ID to take your check ride today. So as simple as that stuff sounds to you all out there, it happens. They forget their logbook. They forget their, uh, <laughs> their headset. I mean, you name it, I've seen it until tomorrow when I do a check ride and then something else will crop up and that'll be the first time I've ever seen that. So, but it is, it is important that you go through not just the paperwork and all the endorsements that need to be completed with your instructor, but make sure you have your stuff. Make sure that you've done as much preparation for the cross country as well as the weight and balance in advance that you can and get everything in its place, organized, laid out, ready to go. That way there's not running around with your hair on fire an hour and a half before the examiner is going to walk through the door and you're looking for something. So again, make sure that the paperwork and the administrative side is complete and that you've got everything organized. How about the airplane? Yeah, go through the logbooks of the aircraft. Make sure that you're familiar with not just answering the question, hey, what inspections are necessary for an aircraft to stay airworthy? You should know that answer, but be able to look those up in the aircraft logbooks. Find those for that specific airplane that you're going to be using for the check ride, so that when the flight school needs to issue or give you those aircraft records, or if it's your own airplane, you've got those ready, ready and available for the examiner to review prior to the start of the check ride. Tip number three, and you've heard it all before, especially those that have either taken a check ride or they're prepping for a check ride from your instructor, you've heard this, answer the question. Just answer the question. So we're in the actual check ride, particularly in the oral portion, and the examiner asks you a question or he sets up a scenario for you to explain what you would do. Stick to that answer. Don't start down a road that doesn't deal with the answer for the question at hand. I had a guy the other day, all I asked him was, so what altitude did you decide or select for the cross country today? He said 5,500 and then proceeded to talk for at least another 10 to 15 minutes about everything else on the sectional chart, including some things that were in error. He pointed out some things that were incorrect. So if he didn't go there and all he had to do was answer the words 5,500, uh, we would have moved on to the next question that I had for him that had to do with the cross country. But instead, the applicant just started rambling. And that's, that happens. So if you find yourself doing that, just, just stop. Smile and look at the examiner and say, I'm going to be quiet now. 
<laughs> that's perfect. That is perfect. Just say, absolutely. I probably said a little more than you needed me to. Uh, I'm just going to be quiet right now. And if the examiner uh, will catch on to that, of course, whether you answer quickly and, and briefly or if you ramble on. So just make sure that you don't get yourself down a rabbit hole by having a tendency to just ramble and not answer the question uh, at hand. Item number four. Again, pretty straightforward. Fly the airplane. You are PIC for every check ride. We've covered this on previous uh, episodes. So make sure that you just fly the airplane you know how to fly. Don't try and change things. Don't try and make things up. Don't try and make adjustments or all of a sudden do something that you haven't typically been doing. That's certainly one of the primary reasons why we train the way we do. If you don't use a checklist every time you fly, guess what happens when you're flying with an examiner, someone you've never flown with before, a little bit higher anxiety or stress level? Uh, it's not going to happen. You're not going to be using the checklist or the checklist won't be as frequently used as it should, for example. If you fly a really tight pattern and all of a sudden you think that you need to adjust your pattern because it's your quote unquote check ride and you start mixing it up and doing things a little differently, that's not going to go well either. I've had plenty of applicants finish the check ride and I said, so where's the checklist? Oh, we, I, I meant to use it, but we haven't been using it. So I just, I just don't use it. What do you mean you haven't been using it? Well, my instructor doesn't use it. What does he use? He, he just gets in and we go. Is that right? So that's not going to go well if you try and change things at the last minute. So fly the way you train and fly the airplane you know how to fly. When it comes to actually adjusting or changing things due to a slight error, let's say you're a little high on your altitude. Just correct it. Doesn't mean that you're going to fail immediately. You know, part of the uh, briefing that I always provide is no check ride's perfect. There's going to be small mistakes here and there. I make a flight, whether it's in a small aircraft or at the airline, um, there's little mistakes that pop up. We're just trying to avoid the big ones. So make sure, correct it. You can verbalize it if you wish. The examiner already knows it happened about the same time you do. But just make sure that you make a correction. If you're 50 feet or 100 feet high, don't let it get any higher on your altitude. Start making a slight change to get back to your appropriate altitude. Just fly the airplane. And as simple as that sounds, it's important that you're true to what you've been trained to do. Let's take a break from today's episode to hear from our sponsor, RAA. Okay, time out for a quick PSA. It's open enrollment season again. That once a year window to sign up for changes in your airline benefits, including medical coverage, disability, 401k, and others. Now, this is important because these are pivotal decisions that can significantly impact you and your family's financial future. So this isn't the time to wing it. So do what I do and schedule a free benefits optimization review from our partners at RAA. An airline specialized advisor will go over your plan and help tailor your election so you'll know you're making the best possible decisions for your personal needs and goals and maximizing your airline's benefits to the fullest. 
but your open enrollment period will fly by. So go to raa.com slash pilot to pilot, that's pilot to pilot, to schedule your complimentary benefits review today. While you're there, check out their Open Enrollment Resource Center where you'll find videos, articles, and more tools to help guide you through this crucial decision period. Don't miss out. Go to raa.com slash pilot to pilot. That's pilot to pilot. And now back to today's episode. Now that brings us to tip number five, and that is trust yourself, your flight instructor, and the process. And we'll break all three of those down because maybe that's... um, a three-in-one for that tip, if you will. But I'm going to start off with the process. And what I mean by that is the overall process of the training that you've, that you've had or that you've gone through up to the checkride, regardless of what type of checkride it is. You've had to do some type of training and hard work to get to this point. So trust that process. The syllabus and curriculum that's outlined and necessary for you to take the check ride, to be eligible to take the check ride, to perform all the maneuvers and the knowledge that you're required to have for the oral portion, the skills that you're required to have for the flight portion, all of that has been meticulously outlined years and years in advance and has now been installed through the process of your training. And it actually works pretty well. 98% of the time, everything works pretty well. And you guys out there, I know there's some rolling their eyes going, yeah, well, you Stuart, you haven't had three instructors and airplanes break and the weather's been crunched. No, I have. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. That does happen. But the process in general is what I'm talking about. To get you to check ride day is something that you need to trust. You've gone through a lot of work to get to this point. Uh, so trust the process. The second item is, of course, trust your flight instructor. You have already done that throughout your training, but when your flight instructor said, hey, you're going to solo today, you're looking good, everything's uh, in shape, and you're going to solo, you have to trust that decision or that judgment of the instructor to know, as well as yourself, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but you have to trust the instructor to know what he or she's talking about. And the same thing applies to when it's check ride time. Hey, you know what? You're ready for your check ride. You need to make that appointment. Or everything's looking good for your check ride in a couple of weeks. I think we're we're in good shape. So when Stuart shows up, you should be just fine. So trust your flight instructor. Know that that amount of experience that your instructor has out there is worth an incredible amount of assurance that that everything's going to go just fine. He wouldn't send you if you weren't ready. Uh, at least I hope not. And I, and I, like I said, 98% of the time, this whole process and the flight instructor, everything works out great. And the last element is trust yourself. And again, like many of these tips in general, they seem pretty straightforward, but it is important that you trust in yourself to get the job done, to take this check ride, to pass the check ride, to know that the process and your flight instructor believe that everything's going to work out just fine. So, you know, I had a a lot of people ask me, you know, hey, Stuart, what do you do to, I mean, you have to take check rides. I said, yeah, of course I do. Uh, What what do you do to kind of help the nerves, help the anxiety, and just, you know, get through these check rides? Because I just, I mean, I could barely sleep and um, it's just been racking my brain trying to make sure I didn't forget something. And uh, what, what, helps you get rid of those nerves. And I, 
I think as simple as, again, as it sounds, is I trust myself. I do it for myself. Uh, there's a lot weighing on me succeeding, uh, just like there's a lot weighing on you to succeed from you know, the, the time, the effort, the money that we've put into the training that you've had out there to get up to the point of your check ride. And then if you're doing this for a living, and again, I'm just back to my example, um, there's a lot riding on me successfully completing a check ride, as in like my job. So if you let that get to you um, and start looking at that big picture, it does get pretty heavy. But at the end of the day, you just get in there and do it for yourself. If I perform well, then everything else kind of comes together. The guy looking over my shoulder is happy. The person sitting next to me, the first officer, if it's a crew type situation, that works out great. So you just do it for yourself and trust the, um, the training that you've had and the flight instructor that uh, you've had to get you to this point. So hopefully uh, that, that helps out. And you look at all of these tips, and I don't want to diminish the the information we've given here because this is this is as elementary as it sounds. I'm telling you, if you don't do one of these five items, something doesn't always go so well. I have had people that don't get their rest prior to their check ride. I've had people that go off on a tangent instead of just answering the question. I've had people that show up with incorrect paperwork. Check ride's not going to go. And I've had people that start making stuff up when it comes to flying the airplane. They just kind of go rogue. They just kind of go off on a, a completely, where, where are you going? What are we doing? I, I don't know. So have you ever done that before? No, I've never done that before. So why'd you do it on your check ride? Um, and then. I've had people not trust the process or their flight instructor or believe in themselves, right? And if, if all those five items you can focus on, you're going to do much better, much better on your check ride. Everything comes together. So hopefully that helps out. Give you guys a little bit of good information there. All right, everybody, we have a special guest with us today to round out this topic of best tips that you can have to pass your check ride. I'm joined with Captain John Yellick. He is a, an Airbus captain for, let's just say, a major airline out there. Many of you have probably flown on that airline. <laughs> anyway, I uh, have gotten him wrangled in here to answer uh, the question at hand. And uh, just going to ask his thoughts. Doesn't have to be too uh, too lengthy, John. But first of all, thanks for joining us, and uh, appreciate you being on. Thanks for having me on. And uh, if you did fly on my airline, I hope we were on time. <laughs> um, maybe not. So, yeah. the question that we're doing here on the episode is best tips to help pass your check ride. And of course, there's not one good answer to that, as you know. Uh, You've been with uh, the airline for 20 plus years, right? 20, 25 years? Yeah, 26 actually in August. And uh, so let's just say you've taken a few check rides in your time. And yeah. uh, some have a little more weight than others. But obviously, um, let's just cut to the chase. Really, what is 
something that pops right to your head when it comes to best tips to, to pass your check ride. Uh, and you look back at all the check rides that you've taken over the years, really what would be one, maybe even two things that uh, you could pass along to our listeners? Yeah, great question. And I think you and I have talked about this before. And some of them are very, very obvious. But something I've told people in the past, mentoring, if you will, is that it's, it's never going to be perfect. It's not going to be a perfect check ride. You're going to make mistakes. You have a, a picture in your mind of a few flights you had with your instructor that went really well or, or you would call perfect. But walking in that room that day or getting in the airplane that day, you have to understand that you're going to make a couple mistakes and it's going to be fine and um, move on past them. Don't dwell on them when you do make the mistake. Um, recognize it and confidently move on. I think that would help a lot of people. It would have helped me about a hundred times in the past. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well said. It's one of those where it's so easy to to get wrapped up or I think we're all wired very similarly in that we're our worst critics or our worst enemy when it comes to being successful, especially at a at a task that requires a ton of training and attention. And when one little thing goes incorrectly or not the way, as you just said, the way it was planned, uh, it's easy to kind of beat ourselves up and, uh, and, and kind of dwell on that. And what you're saying is just, just keep pushing on. Absolutely. And I was, I was thinking about that even a little bit more. And that's the, you know, the practical side of it when you're actually in the airplane um, or in a simulator for what we do. Um, if you make a mistake and it's obvious, don't narrate you know, what had just happened and why it happened and, and make up excuses. The person watching and evaluating knows you made the mistake. Trust me. So don't build a story on why you did that. Just confidently move on and don't dwell on it. Outstanding. Well, that's well said. And folks, I can guarantee you we're going to have Captain Yellick back on the podcast. Uh, he is a wealth of knowledge, and we really appreciate you, uh, you being on. Thanks, John, for your time. Thanks for having me. Anytime. You bet. All right, everybody. Well, that chime from the back says we have a question, a question from all of you listeners out there. Again, uh, feel free to email those to Stuart at pilotcheckride.com. Our question today is from Paul, and he says uh, he's got a question about his private pilot checkride. Uh, a year ago, I was signed off for the check ride, but I had to cancel because of COVID. Is that sign off still good? He does know he needs three hours in preparation for the check ride, but can he just go ahead and make an appointment and use those endorsements? I believe is what he's asking. And the basic answer is no. You definitely need the three hours in the previous two months to to take the exam, but you also need fresh endorsements from the recommending instructor. And this kind of also is pretty good point that gets us into the endorsement process for you instructors out there, as well as for any of you getting ready to take your check ride and making those appointments for your check rides. The uh, endorsement has to be within the previous 60 days, including the electronic endorsement on IACRA. So that all has to match. Another common error that I find when we've got a high turnover, as you all know out there in the training environment, we've got a high turnover of flight instructors, 
as soon as a flight instructor is at a flight school and they're got a handful of students and things are going well, off they go because they met the uh, minimum requirements. So they're off to get a, uh, a different flying job uh, to gain more time before they're off to an airline or a corporate uh, type situation. So if that's the case, make sure that the instructor that endorses you for the check ride on IACRA is also the instructor that endorses your logbooks or your logbook in the back. Uh, and they also gave you the three hours in preparation for the test. So all those should be uh, in line uh, with each other. But uh, appreciate the, the uh, question, Paul. Hope that helps out. Um, th those, all those endorsements expire in 60 days uh, that are in the back of your logbook. So if you're getting up against that, you definitely want to get uh, new endorsements rewritten. And oh, by the way, instructors out there, don't just scratch out the date and put in the due date and initialize it. Um, you might have some examiners that might accept that, but technically you should be writing out or re-endorsing the entire uh, endorsement out of the advisory circular uh, with a fresh, in, uh, fresh date and your signature, et cetera. And let's go ahead and take one more question from you all out there, the audience. Again, keep those coming. And this coincides a little bit with the previous question that we answered about endorsements from Paul. So, and Paul, thank you for sending that in, by the way. Um, this is from Ash. And Ash asks, is a temporary paper copy of my license acceptable for the check ride? Unfortunately, the actual license won't be in before the check ride date. The answer is yes. Your temporary airman certificate that's issued to you uh, on completion of a successful exam uh, by the examiner or inspector is absolutely acceptable uh, for your next check ride. Latest and greatest information I have from Airman Certification down in Oklahoma City, the processing times are taking about two months. Um, some of you might have gotten your pilot certificates or your permanent ones, uh, maybe a little sooner than that, some a little later, but on average about two months right now for the processing time. So depending on the sequence of check rides, if you are doing a lot of flight training, you may be showing up to the next check ride uh, still with your temporary uh, airman certificate that was issued from the previous check ride. And again, that is certainly acceptable. Couple things. Uh, one, make sure it's in decent shape. It's readable. Uh, I've had people show up and they're kind of tattered and in a ball and it, it needs to be uh, just recognizable to say the least. And uh, the second item is make sure that it's signed. You need to make sure that you sign that temporary certificate along the left margin where it says airman signature to make sure that it validates uh, the pilot certificate. So that should certainly be something that you can um, present, present to the uh, designated pilot examiner or FAA inspector on your next exam. Again, thanks, Ash, for that question. Well, thank you again, everybody, for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. want to thank uh, Justin and Pilot to Pilot Podcast. Really appreciate, uh, really appreciate everything uh, that he's doing out there. Make sure that you go check out his content. And also a special thanks to Peter Rodopoulos, who put together the intro as well as the outro you're going to hear here shortly on uh, our podcast. Really appreciate uh, his magic in getting that put together. You can follow Peter at Peter underscore Rodopoulos on Instagram 
R-O-D-O-P-O-U-L-O-S, Peter Rodopoulos, or check out his YouTube channel, Aviation for Life. That's Aviation, the number four, Life. He's got some great content over there as well. So keep flying, keep training, and remember, it's not how much total time you have, it's the next hour that counts, and it all comes together in the flare. We'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap of episode 244 of the Pilot to Pilot podcast. As you have seen, we are trying to grow. We are trying to kind of expand into a media company itself. Think of it as Pilot to Pilot HQ. A website will be coming here soon and uh, more podcasts to come. If you have an idea for a podcast or you think you'd be a great host, send me an email, justin at pilottopilothq.com and let me know what you think. Uh, I'd be really interested. I'm looking to expand many, many more podcasts, kind of do it slowly, a nice slow rollout of podcasts. We've been working on these two for a while, but I'm really excited to see what's going to come up. So send me an email. Let me know what you think. And as always, follow us on Pilot the Pilot. Pilot's Coffee Steep Packets should be coming soon. We have the order in. We're just waiting for it to come in. You know, it's uh, shipping times are still crazy and uh, it's been a while, but coffee is coming soon. We have not given up on that. And we're really, really excited about what's to come. Aviation, I hope you're having a great day. And as always, happy flying.